welcome back to Oh Boy the Podcast. I'm Lex. I'm Cody. <laughs> but Hi, it's Colton. And it's Joe. I can always do a little quick update on our names in case everyone forgot. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. It has been. Um, I almost forgot. I don't even know who you guys are anymore. Yeah, what are we even doing here? <laughs> who are you? Um, it's been a few weeks for us since we've had the podcast going, um, and that's because we here at the Lost Bros believe that Black Lives Matter, and we've been spending the past month doing a lot of time to learn and educate ourselves um, on everything going on in the country right now, and um, we've been doing our part on how we can um, help end the injustice of what's been going on in our country and doing what we can individually. But other than um, that, besides that major huge part going on, you know, there's been a lot of updates happening across the board, company-wise, and just in our bubble of social media-wise. And that's kind of what we're going to focus on this episode here. We're going to be taking the time to do basically do a catch-up on what's been happening um, in the Disney community specifically. Um, and getting everybody kind of up to speed on that. I feel like I've heard a million different things of what's been going on out there. And so this podcast for me is even good because I feel like what is happening outside of the walls of what I've been learning because I feel so lost to everything going on outside of the world, outside of what's right in front of my face. So that's kind of what we're doing this episode. Um, kind of going through all of that and just catching up. Does anyone want to share anything new happening with the company, first and foremost, before we get into what's going on in the Disney world? Um, I don't know. I feel like there's not been a lot on the front end of things. I feel like we slowed down like all of our quarantine kind of content stuff that we were doing. And I know for me personally, I've been like kind of off of all the socials and pretty much not doing anything that isn't like immediately setting up the rest of the year. Like I feel like everything I've been working on for the last four weeks has really been all about the next six months and not like at all like the present, mm-hmm. which has been really fun for me. It's been a lot of design and a lot of creative and a lot of fun. And we're talking about an album and we're talking about Halloween and Christmas parties, not in person, obviously. I feel like for me, that's been the biggest thing. And then we just announced Cruise Week today, which is something that we'd been working on for a long time. Yeah, we have Cruise Week here. And it's crazy because you're supposed to be on a cruise right now, right? Before all this happened? No, I mean, before, like, I think it was like early April, maybe. So like probably two months ago, we were supposed to be on it. Oh, was it that long ago? I don't know. I thought it was the summer. No, it was uh, the weekend, I, th- I think it was the 10th to the 13th, Crazy. if I remember correctly, because it overlapped with Colin's birthday. Oh, that's right. But yeah, we finally have cruise merch, and that's been fun and exciting, and I feel like everyone's kind of been in the same thing, just like dealing with like all of like the new things you want to start incorporating and how we can do that in a real positive way, but then also keeping up with the company side. It has, it's been it's been a little crazy, but that's why I feel like I don't know what's going on really in the world of Disney because I've just been so focused on those two aspects of my life that I'm like, what is even happening with all these dates? I have no idea. Yeah, I think it'll be good to kind of roll through all those dates because I've kind of been 
sitting out a lot of the park stuff. We're not going to the parks. We kind of have, I think, are eventually going to make our public stance against that. <laughs> but for now, yeah, it's like I'm really not concerned with what's reopening. I know we have a couple hotels, which I'm excited to go see, but not too interested in the parks, really. And then, uh, honestly, aside from like basically hearing that I knew the parks were reopening, and I know Disneyland canceled their reopening yesterday, but aside from that, I feel like I'm about to learn everything right now. Same. Alongside... <laughs> well, I mean, Springs has been open for a while. Um, that's been going. Has, has anyone been going to Springs or is everyone staying clear from that? What's the overall thought on Springs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to, I went to Boathouse once and I, I did not go when it first opened because I assumed that it was going to be really crazy. But the one time that I went, it, I mean, Disney Springs was actually like very dead and very quiet. Um, for what that's worth. how was it inside the restaurant also very quiet there are just not a lot of people there um so I, at no point did i feel unsafe specifically at disney springs um you know and i love that the the temperature takers mm. at the beginning are healthcare workers it, it all is it's meant to feel very safe and so it does feel very safe i think if it had been any more crowded despite the safety measures i would not have been very down but because it was so empty that to me was the part that mattered most yeah, I went once and I went to go uh, get some uh, takeout from a restaurant. And I remember like when, you know, like the temperature check happened, I was like, this feels good. And like when we went into the restaurant to get the pickup for the food, like there was just no one in there that I was like, oh man, like, okay, like maybe people could come and eat and it like be okay and stuff. But that was the only time I've been there. I haven't been there since. I just went to get it from uh, Wolfgang. It was really good, too. <laughs> right. But, Joe, you're staying away for a while, you think? Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. To me, like, I, the only thing that I would, like, possibly do and possibly be okay with is, like, just going there for, like, someplace to walk around if there's truly, like, not that many people mm-hmm. around. But the thing is, like, I don't want to, like go in stores and go shopping or like go out to eat because it's just like okay then you have to take your mask off to eat and then I only like are is the server then like kind of at risk because they're wearing a mask but you're not it's just like a whole like weird complicated mess that I'm like I don't know exactly how to properly do it and I don't think there really is like a fully proper way except to just stay home so I'm like you know mm-hmm. what I'll just I'll just stay home how about you Cody um let's see i did take out once it was fine um it was really empty i will say there are more people walking around without masks than you see on the internet or than anyone will tell you and cast members don't care cast members are not saying anything to them there's no enforcement whatsoever so if you want to go and not wear a mask once you walk in it really doesn't seem like anyone's going to do anything to prevent you from putting other people in harm's way. Um, I went back another night and went and had an appetizer at Morimoto and it was okay, but I just, I ended up leaving like at the end of the appetizer just cause it was like, you know, this isn't really worth it. Like I don't mind going in and doing the takeout because it's super quick and I keep a mask on and I can leave. But I think like the dining in element is just not really like, yeah, not feeling it doesn't really seem like it's worth the risk so but i gave it a shot saw what i was comfortable with 
And then I dip. So I'll definitely honestly keep going and doing takeout because that I think is fine. Like my mask never comes off and, you know, I can kind of just beeline to whatever place I'm going to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Wolfgang, you know, you can get a lot of places to go. Blaze to go. Sprinkles, obviously, to go. Aaron McKenna is super easy to go. Um, But other than that, that's kind of where I have fallen on the spring situation. And I really hope that if the parks are going to open, that they care like at least a little bit more than anyone seems to really care at Springs because at Springs, it really seems like no one's interested in. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm terrified of the parks. Like with the, with Springs, when I saw how empty all the restaurants were, I was like, Oh, like, okay. I can understand why people like would maybe go to a restaurant here. Cause you were literally, you're not only like six feet away from the next table. You're like, 10 tables away from the next person because there was just no one there. Um, so like that part, I was like, okay, like I can like see that, but like the parks, I don't know how they're going to like regulate this. Like, I don't know. And like, I think our, what are our opening dates for the parks? I think July 11th to July 15th. Is that what it was? July 11th is Magic Kingdom and DAC. And then July 15th is Epcot and Studios. Epcot and Studios, right. Yeah. So it's like, I know that like for myself, I'm, I'm not, go- I'm not going, but it's funny. Cause so I'm mostly not like I'm 99% not going because I don't feel safe enough going, but I'm 1% not going because I have actually really loved quarantine. I hated it at the beginning and now I'm like so accustomed to it and so accustomed to just being home that I like really kind of like it. <laughs> Does anyone else like it or is it just me? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like. Quarantine. I'm like torn because I, I, I wouldn't go to the park. Like the, the part that I don't like miss about going to the parks is like, like I don't like really care too much about the rides. Obviously, like I would love to like, go on them and things, but really, it's just like the ambiance and like listening to like the the park music and like being able to just mm-hmm. walk around freely. But then the idea of like having to touch pretty much anything kind of really freaks me out. Uh and so i'm like oh no like i'll be fine at home i promise like i don't know what are your thoughts colton on parks um i'm very hesitant they just like i don't i guess like you operate off of like your mental image of a place and like the parks in my mental image are so crowded and i know that there are going to be capacity measures and like all sorts of different things to limit crowding but like i don't I don't know. I can't see at least the first couple of days being like that being a very safe place to be. Yeah. All the Instagrammers are coming out of their homes and they're <laughs> going to be there. And I'll be curious to see how crowded it is like week two. Like, does it get more crowded over time or, or not? Because, you know, a lot of the information coming out of universal is how quiet the parks are now that it's a, mm-hmm. been a couple of weeks open. Um, I think they actually announced like layoffs at Universal because they're not seeing the numbers mm. that they thought that they would. So I'll be curious to see what that looks like. On the okay, Disney so then yes. Now here's a question I had that maybe people listening don't are confused on because I just haven't looked into it enough. So I know when they first opened up the booking system for you to be able to like book your times, it was just for resort guests only, correct? And then uh, now mm-hmm. it's and then pass holders have now they can or there's a for, a date that's coming to where they can do it if they don't have a resort. 
pass holder booking date is um You don't I honestly know, right? don't know. I thought it was a few days. I think it was a few days after AP, but I did, or after resort holders. But even though we have resorts, I didn't even log on to see how to even do it. I just kind of was like, "All right, I don't it's really June. Care. It's tomorrow, actually. It's June twenty sixth. Okay. So it. I think it was first hotel guests, obviously, which was on the twenty second. Then on the twenty sixth, um, which is tomorrow, will be annual pass holders, and then the twenty eighth is reservations for. Um, ticket holders. So I guess if you already had purchased a park ticket, but you can't per- currently buy one. It's only if you already already had one, right? I think so. I'm honestly not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think you. I don't think you can. But I don't know. Okay. And then have they said what the capacity is, like what they're doing. Like I know, like like a percentage of like how full it can be. You guys, we know nothing because none of us are going. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know, and now we're asking each other questions. We don't know. That was like the inevitable of this of is that. how little we know because I don't think any of us are going. Yeah, it's in my like in my brain. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like ring in 2021 and at Disney, maybe. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, I'm looking through a couple of recaps, and the only thing that I'm seeing in terms of capacity is that parks will be limited in capacity due to COVID 19, but I don't see like a specific number. No, Mm, don't like that. I I would like to know a number. I feel like didn't they announce Shanghai's? Uh huh. What was it like 30% it started off? No, I think it was less. I want to say it's maybe 20. I don't know. To me, like, even if it what is that? Maybe like a couple thousands of people. Even if it's a couple thousand people, that still kind of sounds scary to me. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I haven't been around thousands <laughs> of people, even tens of people in months. Uh, Shanghai is capped at 30%, which is 24,000 <gasps> visitors a day. And that's a very large number. 24,000 is a big number. Yeah, I like 24. <laughs> 24 people can come to our park today. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. All right, so it's sounding like we gave out the information July 11th, July 15th, but none of us will be going. Um, but as far as resorts, I know that we, uh, we're we thinking a little differently on that. Um, we do have a few resorts booked in the month of July, um, but like one thing I know that I was also very, you know, comfortable with and booking that is that we said, if we get there and we feel uncomfortable, like we're out, <laughs> like we're leaving. But like Cody, I know that you were feeling like really comfortable with resorts. Like what, what, what is it about the resorts that you feel that are, uh, you feel good about? And then we can go through the dates on those opening up. Cause I have those actually right here that Molly. Um, most people can travel here. Honestly, I think less people are willing to travel here, uh, and they stopped taking hotel reservations. So we were lucky that we actually randomly had these all month of July. Um, I think the hotels are just going to be empty. Um, a lot of the precautions they took there, I think were really strong, but the biggest thing is like, if it sucks, like, we're not even getting that far, but like getting in, we go straight to our room without mm-hmm. interacting with anyone. And then like, you know, we can walk around the hotel 
which I'm presuming is going to be pretty empty. I think it's going to be a really, really low capacity. Uh, and if it's too busy or we don't like what's going on, we either A, can leave or B, just lock ourselves in our room and have the room service brought to the door. It can't come in the room, but it was kind of just like you have the option to like you know, remove yourself from the situation. Whereas the parks, like no matter what, if you want to go in and see what it's like, you at least have to get in there. And if it's a nightmare when you get there, you still have to get out. So I feel like there's much less risk in the hotel, in the, uh, resort situation. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how their dining is going to be, like, you know, with all of that, if they're taking, if it's going to be not a full menu or a capacity on how many people can be in the dining rooms at a time. Um, that's what I'm most interested, honestly, in seeing, because I feel like it's going to be pretty safe around the hotel as long as people aren't, you know, being selfish and not staying six feet apart. If anybody is at the lobby at the same time or things like that. Um, but the thing that I'm most curious about is the dining. I wonder if it's going to be limited capacity in, in the dining. I would think it would have to be, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Uh, I think the capacity is definitely going to be capped pretty heavy that would be good um so for opening i mean if you think about it just in like square footage like when you need to have six feet between tables when there's normally two mm-hmm. you immediately lose two-thirds of the space um you know having to triple the space between tables mm-hmm. so you're kind of down almost down to like a third capacity anyway i mean and obviously that's like a rough number that i just more or less made up but i would say there's you know no more than two to four feet between tables when we go to certain places like uh, like the buffets you know where they're really trying to cram you in right right so that and uh you can't the other thing is the only people who can get reservations at those restaurants are the people who are there that i was super happy about i really did like that that it there's no outside reservations it's only people who are staying on property but if you're staying on property at like for example on july 10th animal kingdom the villas jumbo opens up pop century and contemporary resort open up if i'm staying at pop century that weekend i can go and book a thing at contemporary correct uh yes you could have booked something at the contemporary yeah. so that that's the that is the only part that made me a little concerned that i'm very curious to see how that goes is that like there'll be three different resorts that you're allowed to to go to during that time then as more and more open up you can pretty much book dining at any resort but you have to be staying on property and i did appreciate that a lot that it wasn't just like well, anyone can yeah and that's just for now though i mean next week they might say okay anyone can book a res because once the restaurants are open i have a feeling they're just going to want the restaurants open to whoever will come in and eat there mm-hmm. um especially because you know the hotel reservation system hasn't opened back up yet so, like, at some point, they're going to kind of run out of guests unless they're, you know, unless they know they have enough on the books until December. Um, you know, that's not to say that they're all going to show up. Mm-hmm. But even that, I think, is like, it's good for these first few weeks we're going because as of right now, no one else c- can make those reservations. Right. But once non-hotel reservations open, like, that's when it's going to become. A little different. You know, and it, it just like going anywhere else. It's just, like, there's no limits. There's no, you know, kind of anything, really. And you had to call and make those dining reservations. You can't book those online, even if you're staying at the resort, right? 
Correct. Yeah, there was a, a new phone number that I had to call, and uh, they kind of booked them all at once. It was crazy. Wow, man. So yeah, so July 10th, we have the Animal Kingdom Villas opening up Pop Century Contemporary. And then we don't see another open up until July 29th, which is Caribbean um, Beach Resort. And then August 12th, Polynesian and Art of Animation. August 24th, Yacht and Beach Club, which is so it's so sad because it'll be like Cody's first birthday in years not celebrating at Yacht and Beach. Um yeah, and it's weird. I checked in for that reservation yesterday at the Beach Club, and they haven't moved it yet. Like, they let me check in for the Beach Club, although it will not be open. I so, saw someone else on Twitter saying that, too. Yeah, I mean, at some point, they're going to have to move us before then. I just don't know when or where that's going to mm. happen. Yeah, and then September 21st is Grand Flow, Grand Floridian, October 1st, Boardwalk, October 14th, Coronado, and then as of now, there's no dates for any of the All-Star Resorts, French Quarter or Riverside, or the main Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge. And Wilderness Lodge is my favorite of all time. Oh, wait, were the campgrounds on here? Yeah, they, they, they're the first one to open. Oh, so they're on July, they're on July 10th, too. Uh, if not, not sooner. sooner. I, I think it was the end of June Ooh, those open. Okay. So yeah, so those are the list of all the dates of the resorts opening up. Um, we'll definitely have information for you guys on, uh, I don't think this next podcast, but the one after that on like how we're, how we fell at the first um, resort and everything. And I'm very curious to see how it goes. Yeah, we'll definitely be posting from there. I guess you'll know if we leave by Friday night, it wasn't something that we were really getting down with. <laughs> I appreciate that too. I appreciate that there's open, like, all right, let's go see. But if this sucks, we leave. <laughs> um, besides the um, resort dates, before we move on from that, does anyone have any other thoughts from resorts and parks? No? I don't think so. No. Not cool. really. Um, the next thing, which is actually funny because I've actually been wanting to ask you guys this on what you guys are doing. Um, the annual pass. So the annual pass extensions rolled out the four months free. Um, and it says one month free to be added to October unless you choose to cancel. So with me, I have in my head, I'm probably not going back to the parks until next year. Unless by some miracle everything looks a lot different come christmas time because i know it'll be really really hard for me not to be there at christmas time um but in my head i've already like planned okay next year will be when i go back to the parks but are you guys gonna cancel so you don't but then or keep it going so you don't have to pay the down payment again because you guys are all on monthly payments right correct what are you guys gonna do yeah even though i do not at all anticipate it's like Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate it all going, but I think I'm probably still going to keep mine going just because like at this point we already like now all have right. the extension as it is. I probably won't be able to get my, like I'm like on a silver annual pass as well. So like, it's just like not that expensive to, I guess to like keep month to month and then it's just going to be extended and I want to like be able to renew it anyway. So I'm probably going to keep it, but I don't know. I think it just makes makes me feel like a little bit better like oh i still have it but like i'm I'm gonna let mine roll because you don't know when they're gonna like start 
having them again. It's like, I'd rather have it than not have it. Like if there's, if there's a vaccine in December, but they don't get like ticket purchases back up until February, like I'd rather have it than not. My other thought is like, and I'm not saying that I am predicting anything, but like if the country shuts down again, like, and the parks close again, like, are they going to extend it again? Like I wouldn't cancel it just because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, that too like if i mean if we end up like if the parks close again or if they just like don't if they delay the opening like they're gonna have to probably give everybody more extensions as well i mean they don't have to but like i would imagine that they would and at that point it's like oh i'll just you're right that was my thought yeah yeah that makes that actually helps me make my decision because that's actually a all makes, I was just so confused because I have me and I have the boys too, my two, the two kids. And so that's like not like just a cheap little payment. It's a good chunk every month that gets taken out. Um, but I think that those are actually all yeah. very valid points that, yeah, if it gets shut down again, like they're most likely just going to give us extended again. And I would hate for everything to like, you know, the vaccine come out and things get better and then I can't get a pass. So that actually is a very, very good point. And it's like a very privileged perspective. Like I will acknowledge yeah. that, that like I can afford to have a pass that I'm not using right now. Mm-hmm. But Correct. I mean, to me, it's like, I'd rather, I, th- I think I got so many months for free on this now, like having not paid for the last three, I can wait another three to see what happens. Yeah. Cause realistically, you know, That'll be August, September. Yeah. And then, you know, I at least want to see by the end. I at least want to know, you know, where it's at at the end of the year. I wouldn't cancel it any time before, like, January. Yeah. You know, come February, if it's like, oh, there's another year, like, the vaccine's not going to happen or whatever. Like, then it would be like, all right, I don't know if I need to pay for this now. And then also, like, maybe, I mean, who knows? I don't really know if they said that they're gonna maybe discontinue certain annual pass types at all but like i have the cheapest one as it is the silver pass with like a ton of blockout dates and it's blocked out all summer and i feel like it might end up being more expensive if i were to cancel than try and get like a new one if i even can get a new one mm-hmm. and it might who knows you know yeah so it might, it might save money true yeah i thought about if i did cancel just canceling the boys you know, because like I'm, you know, like I'm an adult. I can control like when I'm six feet apart or what I'm doing. But like with kids, especially they go back to their dad. I have no idea what's going on over there all the time. That like I probably wouldn't take them back anytime soon. So I was like, maybe I'll just cancel theirs. I don't know. But I think after hearing all that, it might be it might be good to keep just in case next year. But while we're talking about passes, no more fast passes. And is that something you think is going to continue after a vaccine or like how, like, is that just for now? There's no fast passes, no more dining plan, no complimentary uh, magic bands. We don't have, oh my gosh, we don't have not so scary this year. Like, and then it says no more park hopping. So those are some big changes for pass holders all around. Like, do you think those are like set for even as things get better, going to be for a long time that holds out? I really, I mean, as far as the fast passes go, I hope that they don't come back because I think fast pass plus like 
we should just have max pass and then now i feel like is the perfect time to implement that disney can i guess make more money yeah they'll have to charge people guests for it and i i don't know it, it just to me like the fast pass lines a, there's never any fast passes or good fast passes anytime I go and check for one. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like we just should have max pass. I honestly think them getting rid of fast passes now is a huge, like, secret first step in getting rid of the fast pass system. I would love that because literally, I think Disneyland has it figured out perfectly like i would love one day when that everything is okay and vaccine is out and i go back to the park i would love to walk in there and drop my ten dollars or fifteen dollars whatever it is now for max pass and be very happy (laughs) yeah i totally agree and then they probably i mean i don't know how the california annual passes are if you can like include it in your cost of your annual pass to have max pass or not but I mean, that's also probably an option. It's just, I think we're probably going to see like a very big change in like ticket structure and everything, annual pass structure, like once things, I guess, mm-hmm. resemble some kind of normal. Well, I know at first Disneyland pass holders, they couldn't, they couldn't get Max Pass. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, like they couldn't even like buy it for the day. Oh, didn't know that. I think. I think that's what it was. And I remember talking to a pass holder there and I was like, oh, just get max pass and you can like jump in all my max pa- I have all these fast passes, whatever. And I remember her saying like, yeah, no, pass holders can't. Whoa. But that could have just mm-hmm. been misinformation that I just misheard the wrong way. So don't take my word for that, people. Um, mm-hmm. But I, do- I think that eventually changed. Hmm. I think. I don't know. But yeah, I'm very on board with no fast pass plus anymore. I think that would be great. And then not so scary happening. At first, I was like, wait, but why? Like, they can just, like, keep the same, like, like do a lower capacity, the same thing they're doing now for the parks. Like, like I don't, like, even though I'm not going, like, I don't understand it. But then if you actually think about it, like, there's no characters at the parks. The only characters at restaurants you can see is at Topolino. And so, like, w- there's no parades. So, it's like, when you go to the not so scary, like, what are you actually paying for then? Like the no fireworks. No fireworks. Like, what are you going to do? Pay for candy? Like, yeah. there's really nothing there. So like, it makes a lot of sense as to why that's not happening. And it would probably, I mean, I think the, also the big thing is that it would, obviously people love that event and it would draw the crowd of people who go every single year, multiple times a year, um, or have been looking forward to going for the first time. And I think it would just be a little too crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping in some miracle there's a vaccine before Christmas because I just love Mickey's very merry, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not sure. Anything else about parks I think we need to cover that we missed? I will. I'm like very excited about that there's no more complimentary magic bands because. Anytime, like I would go to a hotel, and like you obviously you have the option to refuse it as well, but I feel like a lot of times no one just refuses them, and definitely for the first couple of years I didn't know you could refuse them. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to like get a new one every single time. I didn't know they were really reusable. Um, but I'm definitely like very excited about that. I've always been like back when I used to have an Apple or wear an Apple Watch. I was like, oh my god, why doesn't like 
why isn't there like an app or something that you can just like <laughs> scan your Apple watch or like, you should just be able to use your phone to like do all of this stuff too. And I think they, what seems now that like, I think I saw something that your ticket can be on your phone now. Is that right or wrong? Um, you can, I think you can, ha you can get the, you can get it on your, the, my, the, the app, the mind Disney experience app and you can have like the, the key in there now. See, and I think that's just, the move yeah I like I always felt that way too and it wasn't like I knew you could refuse them but I was the worst before they introduced like having the key on your phone the worst at remembering to bring a magic yeah. band so then it's like okay well how am I gonna get my room I need a magic band you know mm -hmm. and so like that was like and by like such a waste I remember a few months ago I was like cleaning out some of like uh, my stuff at my house because you know everyone was cleaning during the beginning of quarantine and I just found a stash of magic bands and I was like oh my god this is just such a waste like this was just mm -hmm. the worst so I, I'm kind of on the same page about that it's crazy I have been a pretty vocal opponent <laughs> of magic bands for a long time similar I just hate them so similar to like this maybe being like the first step in the removal of fast passes, I hope this is the first step in the permanent removal oh of Magic Man. Completely. <laughs> I hate them. I think that there's just a better way. They're, I think they're ugly. Like I think that like the everyone getting one for free. Like at one point we would stay at hotels multiple times a year and I would never remember to bring my old one because I don't like it. So I kept getting new ones. That's just got to be like, that's just so wasteful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I think they're cute, and I think they can be cute, but that's. <laughs> I I do like them. I do I do like them. I just don't need twenty of them. I just need like yeah. two or three. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. This is one I am actually very curious to talk to you guys about. Big recent update. All these pictures on the internet are coming out about the new castle paint, the new colors. What is our thought? We drove by to see it because you can get like a little peek if you drive by the right roads. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely different. <laughs> I have. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. Is it different good, different bad, or just different? I think I, I would have to, like, who knows if I ever will, but I think I'd have to see it, like, in all of its glory, like, in person to make, like, a final judgment call. I don't, I don't think that I hate it. Yeah. To, to me, it's just like, I was just, I have a little bit of confusion because it's definitely a case of like, oh, not like what you ordered versus <laughs> what you had delivered. <laughs> and, and the original rendering, I was like, wow, this is, this is beautiful. And then what I'm seeing now on Twitter is kind of a, like a copycat of what they did to the Disneyland castle. Mm -hmm. But I would have to imagine, I don't, like, I. they have to know what they're doing. Because A, like, everything else that I've been seeing on the side of, like, not criticizing it is, like, okay, we're in Florida where it's, like, 90 plus degrees all the time. It's, it's going, going to, to fade. fade. Yep. And it's going to fade probably relatively soon. So I would not, I, I, I mean, I, I have to imagine that they know exactly what they were doing. It's probably going to look a little bit crazy right now, but then I'm imagining it's all going to be fine. That's where I'm at. Like, I had the same thoughts. Like, for me, I don't hate it. Like, Cinderella's castle is beautiful. Like, I mean, just it's, they, they put a cake 
on the Cinderella castle once before, you know? Thank you. Like, it's 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 beautiful. It's it's beautiful. Like whatever colors they're gonna put on there, like it's just a big, huge, beautiful castle. But like my whole confusion was like this is just not what you guys wanted. But then but then when I saw the the tweet about like you guys, it's going to fade. It has to be that way. Like think of how much how much the last color they did faded. Like it's going to fade. And I was like, oh, like that that makes sense. Why they have to go so strong out the gate. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. I found myself like so unpreferenceless towards yeah. it. It's like I think the gray and blue is like so timeless and classic. Mm-hmm. Like you really could have just left that forever. When they released the concept art, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, like we probably do need a little refresh. I will say it looks a lot different than how I think it was pitched in the concept art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of just like, it doesn't really change my day for the better or worse. And I like, yeah, that, that's how I feel too. The one thing I, one perspective I did not think about at all, which I was listening to Adam and RJ's podcast and Miranda was on it. And she was saying how during the year of the cake castle that for all of the Disney weddings that year, I think, or or maybe it was another castle version. I don't know what it was, but basically like people who like, are having their Disney wedding and having pictures taken as part of their package, like in front of the castle and stuff like they may have set all of their wedding stuff up so far in advance that like this new refresh was not a thing. And they might be a little bit upset about how their pictures will now look. I don't know, but I I did think that was a little bit of an interesting, like, yeah, but I mean, don't the wedding somebody, packages like you have to go with what Disney has? Like, I have no idea. I don't know how it works, but I just thought it was so fascinating. Like, wow! Like, I would have never have thought that. Like, you know, people who are planning their Disney wedding out so far in advance, they they don't know what's going to be going on with the, the new look of the castle. They just know what Cinderella Castle looks. But like. But do you think they care and, about the color? Or they just care about I'm getting married in Magic Kingdom. I don't know. The way that I, what I heard was that it, people were upset that they were going to have their wedding photos, at least with a cake castle, maybe when yeah, that was a thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't know if the same energy applies for this because some people do seem very mad about it. It's a castle at Disney World at the end of the day. So I think it, to be very, very mad is a little bit crazy. But. <laughs> I understand not wanting the castle, the cake castle in like your wedding pic because it looks like you got married in Candyland. Yeah. But like, I think otherwise, like if you're having a wedding at Disney, like you're signing up, like one, you're signing up for like Florida weather. You know, two, like 60% to 70% of the year, there's cranes working on the castle anyway. Like there's so many other things you're signing up for, like. I don't think the color really should throw it. Like, it's just part of the deal. Like, if you want to get married in the world's biggest tourism, <laughs> like, hub, like, it's never going to be static. Like, you're never going to be able to plan around it, like, the way you want to. Like, and I'm sure Disney does an amazing job at Disney weddings. Like, I've heard many stories of them just doing the absolute most. But there are just some things, like, major overhauls like that, that, like, you know, it's just part of the gig, yeah. I think. Yeah, you get to get you get to be married in Magic Kingdom and totally get the cake thing, but yeah, castle's a castle and it's big and beautiful and 
I think it'll be fine. I mean, everyone, I think the internet just likes to be upset about something. So this is now what they're going to be upset about. And you can be upset about it. That's okay. But I think it looks fine. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, Okay. The next thing that is uh, kind of an update I know nothing about and I didn't even know about it. I found out about it from a family member because they asked me on like what was going on with the NBA being here. And I was like, what are you you talking about? (laughs) They were like, yeah, the NBA is at Disney World. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, So I looked into a little bit more and I guess are all the players coming here and living in Orlando now? Like the entire NBA and then they're just going to play at ESPN? Is that what it is? Everyone in the playoffs, yeah. And then as teams get eliminated, they'll go home. And then the teams are going to be able to start bringing guests and stuff. Um, They're just running the rest of the season here because there's really nowhere else where you can really do that. All the teams need to be in one place at one time. Minimal uh like travel external from what they're actually Mm -hmm. doing so really to be able to play it out like honestly disney world is oddly perfect you know they all get to be at disney hotels like espn has um has the court and uh you know it's easy to supervise everyone make sure they're all in one place you know, no one's leaving. You can make sure no one's going out and going to like downtown Orlando, trying to get their eye bar on when they should be, you know, not be getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting watching like some really like high level playoffs games and, you know, and the championship, like literally in a room with no people in it you know that's like a good percentage of the game and the energy comes from like being in a stadium Mm -hmm. full of people i imagine it's like if like whatever high energy rock band like all-time low like doing a digital stream of them playing like their record but there's no one there you're just playing to a couple cameras yeah you know very different than when you're playing in front of people true I also saw something on Twitter that someone said that there's a few NBA people that were moving into his neighborhood too, that it wasn't just the resorts. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. So I I know one of the players, uh, he actually bought something from the kid who stole Buzzy or stole whatever that whole story was. Yeah, he's uh, NBA, but he lives in Golden Oak. And the alleged rumor is they're not going to let him go to his house because – there's no like once they leave the hotel, it's hard to monitor who's leaving property and who's gotcha. not. Um, as far as like moving in, like maybe the players are moving their families down here for now, and their families will be there until they can stay mm-hmm. um, there. But I don't know. I think letting the players live outside of Disney kind of defeats the purpose of having the season here. You know, you bump into a neighbor mowing their lawn and they don't know they're sick. They give it to that player. That player goes and plays the game and their season's ruined for like literally every mm-hmm. single person. And, you know, so many people are sick. So many people are dead. So many people have, you know, ailments for the rest of their life. So I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I'm surprised we didn't just cancel basketball, sports and all. I mean, I know there's like a lot of money at stake, but. I was listening to, um, uh, uh, Johnny's house. He's on XL on a 6.7. I usually listen to him um, and I'm in the car. 
And they were talking about it and saying that, like, you know, the NBA is coming here or whatever. And that's kind of how I heard more about it and stuff. And I guess that, like, they did it in, like, in a good, like, safe way where it's possible. But that they're kind of, like, the only sport that can do it. That, like, pretty much every other sport is, like, there's pretty much no possible way to do it like that. And so, like, it makes sense to them why the NBA is doing it because it's, it was possible a way to do it. But, I mean, those guys are going to be sweating and all up against each other. And I don't, I don't know how I feel <laughs> if it was a perfect way to do it. But, yeah, so I'm kind of on the same boat of just, like, shouldn't we have just, like, waited? But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have never a good opinion because I just err so much more precautious than yeah. not. It's like tennis. That's, I think that's a sport we can play. Tennis, that works. Like, singles, other side of the court. But, like, basketball, it's like, I don't know. Like, one person's sick. I just feel like it travels easily. Like, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Unless they do what they're saying, which is, like, okay, let's – no one's allowed to play if they're sick. So, everyone come in. Let's see. Like, everyone can only come in if they're, like, safe, whatever. And then after that, they're not going anywhere. So, where are they getting it? You know? So, I don't don't know. But I guess we'll have to see. I think that works. You're just counting on, you know, hundreds of people, like – being willing to do that and mm-hmm. it's like i mean just statistically looking at america as a whole like i would say there are less people down for the cause for like the greater good than you know the majority of people who are you know think more individual and are down to just like right. go do whatever and it doesn't really matter who gets what or what affects other people so i don't know i mean i can't speak for the nba or how they're going to be able to like enforce or police that level of supervision we'll call it but i don't know i mean i get i'm very yeah. interested to follow along and see yeah now that i know out. what's happening i was like oh, okay let's see so yeah but i think that's kind of everything for what's going on did i miss anything is there anything that like has been happening the past month that we've been off um not doing podcasts that's been any new updates? I think that was mostly it in the Disney world. Yeah, really nothing that we haven't posted about. Like, it's, I remember when the shutdown happened, Disney was like, oh, let's create fun content for everyone. Like, and there was like things to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the last three weeks have just been like constant flow of reopening information. Yeah. And if anybody um, wants a really good resource for being updated with, this everything going on um, in the Disney community um, or for booking advice or whether you're, whether you are going to the parks or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I know Carly Wiesel, her page is fantastic on keeping everybody updated on what's going on. Um, and it's, you go to Carly Wiesel.com slash 2020. Like she's got everything there listed for you um, and has just, she just does a great job at all of it. And obviously much better than uh, what, what what we know because we were learning this whole podcast <laughs> as we went along. Um, but yeah, I think that's mostly it. Like, I think that's kind of everybody's update. I will say it's good to be back on here. I'm glad that we're in a place where we can start this again. Not that I don't talk to the four of you enough, but <laughs> I guess the three of you. But yeah. Any closing uh, thoughts on the parks? Is that it? I think that's good. Honestly, shout out Carly Wiesel. We'll put her link in the description because we basically use her website for this entire podcast. Yeah. 
She was great. And then Molly did a great job of uh, helping put all this together for us so we had some sort of knowledge of what's going on. <laughs> so shout out Molly and shout out Carly Wiesel. Um, um, just a reminder, as always, you can use the discount code oh, oh boy the podcast for anything on our website. We have all the cruise merch coming out this week, so um, keep an eye out on that. But as we close, just a reminder, if you are going to the parks, if you are going to go to the restaurants, Disney Springs, if you are going to go to the resorts, just please, please, please be kind to those cast members. Same thing over at Universal, the team members over there. Like, this is a very hard and weird, complicated place that we're all at right now. And I know everyone's so excited to go back and get their dose of Disney again. But just from what I've heard, some of the stories that have been coming out of how cast members are being treated, like, just please be kind. Please wear your mask. Please do your part in keeping not only yourself safe, but your neighbors safe and who else you're going to be in contact with at the parks or at the resorts. Like, please, please, please be kind and please continue to wear your mask and follow the guidelines. And yeah, I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone learned a lot with us this week and I hope you guys are all happy that we are back. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we'll end it there. And that's it for the for us and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 The fireworks begin. I hear it.